I want to welcome all of you on this special day as we venerate the cross and also worship our God for the salvation he attained for us. Charles Dickens introduces his novel, A Tale of Two Cities, with these paradoxical lines. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was a season of light. It was a season of darkness. It was a spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. We had everything before us. We had nothing before us. We were all going direct to heaven. We are all going direct the other way. These lines hint at the contrast and tension that will uncoil in his book and the comforting values that will be portrayed. That is, love and hate, wealth and poverty, good and evil. They make for an apt description of another time in history too, one where light and darkness, hope and despair smashed into each other and the world was changed forever on a Good Friday on Calvary. Sad as the day may seem, yet still we call it good. It's Good Friday. Because the day is very paradoxical of a clean finish. In the passion narrative we just had, we had Jesus saying, it's finished. He bowed his head, gave up his spirit. But the question is, what was really finished? The salvation, plain and simple. What was finished was the power of sin to control and rule our lives. Death was finished. In the midst of what looked like a total defeat on the cross, Jesus accomplished a great victory. And because we are all baptized, that victory is now our victory. What we received through the means of grace, beginning with our baptism, and strengthened through the gifts of the Holy Spirit and Holy Communion, is that which was finished. But the irony is that we are still sinners, and we carry the sinful tendency within us. In addition, crucifixion of Jesus still goes on in lives of many human beings throughout the world and through history. Jesus continues to be crucified in all those who are crucified in history. He is crucified in the millions who go hungry every day, in those who are subjected to inhuman working conditions. He is crucified also in those who are marginalized in our cities, in our suburbs, those who are discriminated for their race, their gender, poverty, mental illness, human trafficking, you can name it. And in our times, as of now, those who are so lonely because of the pandemic, Christ continues to be crucified. But this Good Friday, Christ invites us to internalize this paradox of the cross, a symbol of violence as it becomes the symbol of salvation. Yes, the cross was violent. But we must see our violence also, our unrighteousness. It is God's own violence because God suffers this violence. Not only without retaliation, 
but God retaliates to this violence with merciful love. So the cross and its violence are precisely the answer that we all desperately seek. The cross is the answer we need to live the life with God's power of love and life. The answer we need finally to let God lead our feet into the way of peace. There is a story that I know from South Africa of a teacher who was like a tyrant, or well, kind of a tyrant. And she used to scare kids every day because she had a bamboo stick. And she used to beat the kids every day. And the kids were always scared. But one day, the teacher fell sick. And the children came to class, and there was no one to teach them. The bamboo stick lay on the teacher's desk alone and miserable. Eventually, one brave little girl got up and touched it, much to the horror of other kids. She took the pipe and, using a pocket knife, began cutting it into small pipes and making small holes, making piccolos. After that, she handed small pieces to each of the students and asked them to pray to play one of the tunes they want to in the song, home. The next day when the teacher came back to school, he was outraged to find that his pipe was missing. He confronted the kids to his face, very angry and red. The kids began playing the main flutes. The teacher's hatred was instantly transformed. As he saw that his tool of dominion is transformed into the instrument of beauty and celebration. Never again did this teacher beat any child. My dear brothers and sisters, today on Good Friday, Christ does the same thing. This is what Christ has done, transforming the cross, a symbol of violence and hatred and oppression, into beauty and love and liberation. The symbol of the cross therefore points to God who was crucified not between two candles on the altar, but between the two thieves at the place of the skull, where the outcasts belong. Outside the gate of the city, no one could tempt to visit. So today the cross invites us to change our minds. It's a symbol which transforms us into fellowship, it transforms the oppressed and the abandoned into a loving community. On the other hand, it also transforms the oppressed and oppressors into a fellowship of the crucified God. Sometimes we find ourselves in these dark places also, like Jesus was on the cross. Our lives can seem loveless. But if we look more carefully and more intently at people's lives and their situations, it is then that we can see a love revealing itself. The events of the cross as we've had them today, during Jesus' journey on the cross, and so many others that went beyond before that, carries the message of one thing. We can do something. Looking at the names mentioned like Mary, the mother of Jesus, John standing with Christ, Mary Magdalene, and all others who braved the sorrow of standing on the foot of the cross, 
when everyone had abandoned Jesus, what this action point to us is that they may look insignificant on the grand scheme of this violence, especially if you see what it costs. What difference can one small act of kindness make in the face of this unrealistic evil? It can make all the difference in the way that even we can't imagine, because the small acts we do for those who are suffering carry the greater love. It's the heart of Christ's suffering. In very few minutes, we know we shall be venerating the cross. The cross is a transformation where love conquers violence. So I invite you to let yourself be touched by the power of the cross. Let yourself be transformed by the one who was crucified on the cross, who knows everything about you. I ask you not go back as you came in. Let the power of the cross speak to you, because we know the cross is our bridge to heaven. When Christ was lifted up, was telling us one thing, that he was the only one who could bridge the heaven and earth and also bridge ourselves. So when you look at the cross, the vertical sign, what does it mean? It's the intent love of God connecting to us, coming down to us. What about the horizontal sign? It means bridging between us, God and us. That's what the cross does. It's the bridge. So I ask you to take a moment as you come to venerate the cross to know what's going on in your mind. God desires a change of mind. And as Isaiah reminds us, he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities, and by his wounds we are healed.